growing radicalization of public debate around refugees and migrants in Poland, a socially involved restaurant serves Polish locals dishes from regions of active conflict around the world. This is Conflict Kitchen. We speak to founder Jamila Rubika on food and how preparing and sharing a delicious dish can offer many points of entry for public engagement, cultural exchange and ultimately change. Hello and welcome to another episode of Troublemakers, the podcast. I'm Daria. And I'm Phil. And we're here today with Mirwa Rybicka, founder of Conflict Kitchen in Poland. Welcome. Can you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about you? Hi, uh, my name is Jarmiła Rybicka, as you mentioned, and uh, I'm from Poland. Um, I represent uh, Conflict Kitchen, uh, which is social enterprise and the foundation Koran by Refugees. And we chose this uh, edgy name also to uh, have some... To cause some uh, uncomfortable feelings uh, in people, so it can also like spark attention on human rights violation and uh, conflict zones, and that we are really privileged to live uh, in at peace. And uh, what is conflict kitchen? It is uh, basically a bistro, run uh, by refugees and migrants, and we are sharing food because, uh, obviously, <laughs> as you can imagine, we we think that. Uh, food can bring people together and uh, also that with the food we can share stories and uh, most of the people use uh, home recipes from uh, their home countries which also like sometimes are like best memories uh, they have and uh, you know like uh, my friend from uh, Algeria we remake uh, some uh, meal from the recipe of her, uh, his grandma. And he actually, when he like tried it afterwards, he was so moved, like he almost cried because it's uh, it really can bring a lot of memories, like those positive and uh, negative. So that's uh, basically a concept. And maybe one thing uh, which I think it's crucial for our values that we uh, don't fight for inclusion or for integration we really want to advance belonging for marginalized groups especially refugees and also most vulnerable within this minority so lgbt refugees and uh, women and people with disabilities um, and what we understand as a belonging is uh, it's not like inclusion because inclusion is for example when you invite people to your party, but they are never a co-host of the party. So as we understand, belonging is more like um, real co-creation and uh, having like meaningful and impact, impactful voice uh, and opportunity to shape like social and political structures. Uh, that sounds wonderful. How did you get started? Oh, that's, um, we have been running a bistro for uh, almost seven years and uh, we started uh, in 2016 uh, when so-called in Europe migration crisis started, which is uh, not migration crisis, but uh, rather European policies crisis. And uh, at that time I was uh, in a close relationship with a person from Ukraine 
and uh, we also uh, I was thinking what I can do in my local context to support uh, refugees and migrants uh, coming uh, in Poland because there were a lot of hate speech and our society is pretty homogeneous so the responses were really violent and uh, there's strong narrative against migration uh, in Poland. So we decided to to do something. We wanted to do something outside of the NGO space because uh, we didn't want to you know, run one project and then fight for another project, but we wanted to create like deeper, long-lasting social change. And we thought that we, uh, with this initiative, we can uh, kind of achieve that. And uh, I think we, we did it. Uh, in a sense that many people who used to work uh, in the kitchen with us and also like co-creating our like social and cultural program and uh, uh, also ha having the access to all the decision-making processes that uh, I can now see that uh, these people are already like setting up their own in initiatives, their own found foundations, they're like uh, empowered so much that they can like fulfill some of their dreams and uh, that's really the most satisfying thing for me at my work do you have a favorite dish that has like really surprised you um the favorite one would be probably the firni which is afghani pudding uh, prepared uh, by sultan patshah uh, yeah my really close friend from afghanistan and uh, who's also co-created, uh, co-creates co uh, kitchen, conflict kitchen. Uh, I don't know if this surprised me, but it was really tasty. But uh, it it's prepared from flour, from rice. So yeah, I didn't know that before, that this kind of thing exists, but yeah. That rice flour exists or that particular <laughs> dish? <laughs> that's uh, this particular dish and that you can also like use rice flour for deserts. So that was and a lot of like rose rose water and orange blossom water and some other nice uh, flavors. Um, who helps you run the, the bistro and, and also who eats there? Yeah, so um, firstly, uh, this year we decided to uh, pass the bistro to refugee women led initiative because um, that was kind of an like mission of our initiative to uh, give the space back and to uh, create spaces where people can you know decide for themselves and feel agent uh, etc so we thought that this is uh, the best time like to uh, let's say I don't know, donate it or pass it to to the initiative, which is like 100% uh, run by refugees. And this is um, exceptional in Poland Polish context because most of the NGOs are let's say um, Polish, like they are, yeah. Uh, especially like the management of those organizations. Uh, so we found it crucial to um, create such spaces like that. And yeah, so the bistro still exists, but uh, it's uh, run by uh, refugee women. And who is uh, there? I would say uh, not uh, far right hooligans for sure, but uh, I think we managed to uh, 
invite uh, people who are allies, but they were also a little bit scared. And uh, also because it's like a really homogeneous country. So, uh, and our government was doing a lot of hate speech campaigns and very Islamophobic one. So people who watch TV really were into that narrative and like into this, um, you know, they used fear as a tool to win campaigns. And people um, were, yeah, they were like, for example, worried when refugee kids join class of their kid, you know, like this kind of things. So even though they were quite liberal, still they were like mm, really mm, anti-migration. So I think we managed to uh, get these people coming so they can have like, you know, just it's a meeting space for everyone. I can imagine that doing something like this gives you a new perspective on food. Do you see food in a different way? Uh, do you kind of take a social change lens or a political lens of some kind? Uh, you know, when you see people eating together, when you're traveling in a new place and you look at the kinds of, you know, restaurants or supermarkets they might have? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think what was what is beautiful about uh, sharing food is, uh, I mean, we decided for this concept because it also put uh, people in this... Uh, agent role that they are the one who shares and they are not always put in this by the system in this uh, passive uh, position of only receiver for example like receivers of support of help so it uh, gives this option that uh, you are a creator you are uh, showing something so that was really important uh, to me uh, in this decision for to go for the food and uh, also I've seen many times that food can make some magic. And uh, for example, we we experienced a lot of uh, hate speech also and uh, our place was uh, like destroyed once by some like far right guys, most probably. But uh, I had this kind of stories when uh, some girls approached our place and they were like, oh my God, no, you probably, when they saw like... Uh, People from different backgrounds, they said like, oh, probably you are doing bombs or like poisoning food or something like really uh, hateful. But afterwards, the same girls, they, they were hungry and they came back to us and they were like, OK, I'll give it a try. And they like really liked it. And they, there's uh, then the conversation started with the crew and where everyone is comes from and just sharing some stories. So uh, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it can do some magic. And it's very cool uh, using food as um as a pretext to create a, a meeting space where people can come together and yeah, for sure, a lot of um, conversations and sharing stories, uh, which uh, many people wanted to share. Some people just didn't want to share anything from their like refugee background, but uh, some were like really eager to share and they needed that to uh, to be listened and uh, yeah I think the <laughs> I would say that this uh, connections between people like uh, that was a space uh, where people just can meet make friends and uh, what I mean is for example like uh, when we started kitchen conflict kitchen uh, we worked with uh, one woman from Iraq 
and she lived in Poland for four years and she knew like zero Polish people. So, and there is a like huge challenge of, uh, you know, isolation, isolation and uh, being feeling lonely. So that was a place where like we can actually create relationships with each other and uh, networks. So that's for sure. And I will maybe add uh, that within our team, there were many interesting things going on because uh, we all came from different backgrounds. Uh, some of us were like more conservative. Some of us uh, are more liberal. So we had a lot of intercultural discussions and also language barrier on top of that. So it was really, it's really interesting uh, to embrace this uh, group process and to think about how we would like to communicate, how we want to do conflict resolution and uh, what we agree, what are our values. And there were these discussions are like ongoing, very interesting discussions. Can you say more about why you call it conflict kitchen? Yeah, so <laughs> we wanted to make this uh, name more like tricky so and edgy so people will remember that. But also, uh, as I mentioned, so it will be a little bit uncomfortable. Like why conflict? Conflict is, some, is perceived as something always negative and what does it mean? Uh, but we wanted to make uh, people interested in what is it and why, why this name. And I've heard like so many times, like people passing next to our place, like, what, what is this? Why <laughs> conflict? And uh, yeah, I think uh, that worked in a sense uh, that it also s it's also a beginning of a conversation always, like why this name? And uh, we thought that uh, kitchen because we share food and uh, conflicts because uh, people who are in a team uh, in like 90% they are from some conflict zones and by conflict we understood uh, both human rights violations, armed conflicts and like different kind of reasons why people need to you know, leave their homes and travel. So I think that's, that's uh, why the name. Maybe just a, a few practical questions about what it what it took for you to set it up. Mm, it was really crazy in the beginning. We just had an idea and we didn't know if anyone would like it or not. But we just posted online and there were like many people like, oh, my God, you have to do it. Like, this is so amazing. And you were like, oh, my God, now we have to do it. What 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 have we done? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, so we did uh, fundraising and because there were like uh, in Poland there are no available funds from government and there are very little independent funding and we we did crowdfunding and also we asked uh, some artists to donate their art pieces so we can sell those art this art and uh, with this we raised money to establish mobile version so it was like more more or less like a truck by the river in the center of Warsaw uh, where we were cooking and later on we, we established permanent place so it can work like full time and uh, throughout the year. And uh, yeah, it f for sure it took a uh, huge part of 
the seven years of my life and uh, yeah a lot of energy a lot of more about the menu except intervening in the menu so like <laughs> i'm always like, okay just give me some food and <laughs> uh, i yeah it's i'm not really a foodie person so i eat whatever they they gave me um but we from our highlights would be the for example the lemon soup uh, prepared from some kind of lentils and um, what's the name of that it's uh, the name but it's uh, it's a rice dish which is um, which uh, okay it's a rice dish which is uh, across central asia but in each country is uh, cooked uh, in a very different way so biryani no it's no. not biryani uh, yeah that's uh, so we had a lot of exchange between like uh, iran afghanistan and uh, tajikistan and uh, different country uh, what's what's the proper way of doing that a lot of like <laughs> conflicts uh, around uh, yeah. around that and like that yeah. Mm. yeah yeah no worries of course but um can somebody go online to check out the menu what's currently being served what's going on at the conflict kitchen yeah you can follow us on uh, conflict kitchen which is kuchnia conflicto uh, i hope you'll have some link to to go for that and uh, there you can find uh, information about the bistro and all our other activities because we do mm, a lot beyond uh, that. And uh, I can only uh, share maybe two things, uh, what we are doing. Uh, one is uh, we applied for funds uh, so we can distribute these funds uh, among refugee community because what we received that... Uh, you know, all this money is always going to NGOs and we don't have anything from that and we are not included in the uh, co-creating co uh, processes of these services. They, like, do for us, and but they never ask us. So uh, with this feedback, we decided that uh, we need to give those funds to the directly to the community so people can organize by themselves, for themselves, and, like, create things that they consider crucial and necessary for for their groups so that's one thing and uh, we also uh, do some humanitarian work on the border with uh, between Poland and Belarus as a part of uh, border group uh, Grupa Granica uh, because it it receives uh, very little media attention and uh, there are a lot of human rights violations there and illegal pushbacks and uh, people are stuck in a forest between Belarusian, Belarusian border soldiers and like this European Union uh, border. And we also received a lot of pressure from European Union to make this border as tight as possible so you can like see this double standard between border with Ukraine and uh, another border. So I found it really important also to share share that uh, that part of our work. Thank you so much. Um, this is like a tremendous undertaking. And um, yeah, we're just uh, really honored to spend this time with you. Is there anything else that you want to say? Mm. Will there be more bistros set up? Across mm. 
I don't know about that, uh, but uh, there are plenty of initiatives uh, who took an inspiration from us and they're like establishing uh, right now in Poland. And uh, we want also to do more connections uh, internationally to like meet with similar initiatives and exchange our experiences. And uh, yeah, I can only share that no one is illegal and migration is not a crime. Thank you. Thank you too. Thank you too. Um, hopefully, we can taste something anytime that we're in Warsaw, and uh, you know, elsewhere. If any of these pop up elsewhere. Thank you.